see us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch. Check us out right now. We'll be right back with you, Hollis. We'll be right back. <laughs> to see all of us though next time next time so it's, it's doing it we gotta get ready get ready right. not yet now you'll see you'll see howls of a baz i'm ronnie adams and i'm jacob casas and this episode is called fantastic and we got a special guest with us today why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you samuel fun from the city of rialto 40 years old Last name Fun's well known in the in the IE. You know, if you don't know, now you know. You, now you know exactly. Um, you know, I'm a business owner, family man. Just try to you know keep things simple, but at the same time, got to keep things moving. So that's about me. So me and Sam have done business together. Um, I for those of you who don't know, I have a diesel repair shop. And uh, we've done business. He's done uh, body work. He has, so the business he has is body work. Um, he does it on cars and all that stuff, but he also does it on, on rigs. And he's taking care of a lot of stuff for us. So, I mean, and in reality, I mean, family type deal going yes, on pretty, over pretty here. Much, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, uh, welcome, Sam. Appreciate it's it. It's a pleasure to have you in. Took long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. I heard about it. <laughs> hey, that's right. We uh, definitely uh, couldn't wait to get Sam on because, you know, he has a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, so um, glad to have you on once again. Um, just want to want you to tell us a little bit about you know uh, where you started, like what was your dreams and aspirations as a kid before we get into where you are now. So uh, tell us like you know tell us about a little bit about your childhood. How many siblings you have? You know um, what was your dreams and aspirations as a kid? I mean, you know I got two brothers, two sisters, but a lot of extended. One of my extended right here. I got brothers that. They ain't gotta be blood, but they brothers to me. You know, I got sisters that they ain't gotta be sisters, but they sisters to me. They ain't gotta be blood. Um, you know, and growing up as a kid, I had every every kid's dream: sports, basketball, in particular for me and my family. Basketball ran through everybody. If you was a fun, you played basketball. If you hung with the funds, you played basketball. Um, growing up. It wasn't bad, you know what I'm saying? But everybody goes through their ups and downs in life. At the same time, as a kid, you don't get to choose your ups and downs. But at the same time, when you grow up, that's when you make the decision to make things change. And I made that decision to make things change just by, you know, hanging with my dad, doing the stuff that he do, seeing him, the things that he did in, the, in, in a garage in a house. You know what I'm saying? I followed his footsteps when it came down to cars ultimately because of the fact that I was always intrigued by building things, making things, creating things, and I just seen that's what he was doing out there. You know, whether it be audio, whether it be paint and body like I do right now, that's what he was always into. 
I asked for connect the you know connect sets as a kid so I could build motorcycles, little itty bitty motorcycles that actually worked. You know, and just so your 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 brain was going in the creative mode. Always, always. Even as a kid, I loved to draw. I loved. I always loved to create. And then you know it 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 related in basketball because you got to create plays. Right. You got to create you know openings for your teammates and basketball just you know it opened avenues of course you got to put that that time in individually but it created teamwork so you know i had a big family mm-hmm. so teamwork was always instilled in <clears throat> us so, so you feel like basketball was a big thing for you to be a creative person like it helped you build and things like that because i never heard that before that's actually kind of cool yeah yeah i mean pretty much you know because you gotta you gotta take note from a coach most of most of the time but at the same time you got to put something on it because you can't do the same thing you can't be robotic yeah you can't be robotic when it comes down to you playing basketball you got to be able to okay i did this move on this play and they know i'm about to try to do it this play again because when you call out a play a team catches on you can't do the same thing every time once a team catches on to what that play call is so you know you had to change it up and basketball just created that creativity and it helped expand it so. That's that's crazy because this is something I grew up I grew up with Sam and um, I didn't understand. Now I do, you know. He said that you know because I we watched when we was all playing sports as kids. We all played sports and then he still took time to do other creative things, like he's working with his dad in the garage or you know on the cars and things like that. And kids these days. In this new millennium, they don't do those types of things. Yeah. They don't want to work with their hands. They don't want to go outside. They just want to have fun, 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 and play, 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 and play. And he was the one like, you know, y'all can go have fun, but I'm going to still learn something else and be creative in something else. It's crazy you said that they don't go outside. Mm-hmm. Kids don't go outside nowadays. Right. At all. For nothing. I look at my kids like, yo, go swimming. Go do something. Like, you want to sit up here 24 hours and play a video game? Mm-hmm. Like, we played video game. We had hundreds of video games. Hundreds. Hundreds. I'm talking about. Hey, they came out with I'm us. I'm talking about. Right. We had, they came out we with had that. The, Nintendo came out with right. us. We had a notepad that listed all our games. <laughs> we still all our outside. All our VHSs just to make sure that it was like inventory. We had to take inventory at my house. Yeah. So it was Damn. like, okay. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Dead ass. Damn. Dead serious. We had to write the number on the game, and if somebody wanted to borrow it, you had to sign this book just to because we know we need to know who got this yeah, game. Yeah, shake them down. If Man, you need to. <laughs> we needed to know who had this we movie. We had a store. Every game that came out, we had a store of games, bro. It was ridiculous. Damn. So we had crazy. all this, and we would still go outside and play. Yeah. And still hang out. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what surprised me, like, I'm talking about it was 12, 13 boys sometime each day, spending the night, living in this home, living at my uncle's house, just chilling. And none of the boys would go out and want to do experience what he was experiencing. And as I got older, I'm like, dang, I wish I would have learned more with my hands, with experience yeah. going out and doing, being handy. And he was the only one out of 12, 13, 14-year-old boys that knew or it, it just wanted to be creative and understand, like, you need more than just basketball or sports. You know, you're going to have to work around the house and be handy. He knew that. We didn't out of 13 boys. So, so let me ask you this then. So do you think you were forced into that at the beginning? Because a lot of kids, like, I forced my kids, my kids to do a lot of things. 
and I know it's going to benefit them in the future. You know what I mean when That's it comes good. to things. But but the thing is, though, do you think you were forced or like at the very beginning? I'm talking about the the, the, the pure beginning. I was never forced. Oh, so it was just like a passion. It was. I would see my dad in the garage working on somebody's car, doing something to somebody's car, building a, a speaker box or something, and it was like, man, I was watching him like. And finally, he was like, "Hey, man, come, come, grab this for me. Help me, help me with this right so quick." She looked up to your pops. Yeah, that's what uh, it was. Most definitely, that's, that was most the thing. You know, that's a good thing, though. He was, he was a safe. His house was a safe haven for. Any, he didn't say no, and just for you know him working, being a working man, it's it, like even right now, these times right now, I, you know, I got kids that want to spend the night, and I'm like, all right, but sometimes I'm like, man, I can't swing it right now. But he never said no. Right. We had pizza on Saturday. It was Saturday was the day. Everybody come over. Everybody ordered big old big tease pizza over there. And they off were more broke than we were. And I'm telling you, that's why. That's why I'm like, man, he like man, he he did it, it every he, time. Go to his job, play hide and seek at the job, like in the tunnels. We, you know, it was it was like there's none of this. Almost twenty of us. That's why? Yeah. Almost twenty of us. Man. And then when we got to drive, when we was able to drive, we was bringing cars to kids. Oh, uh, we can't go to the job right now, but Uncle Wayne said come at like at like eleven thirty. All right, cool. We was at the job by 11.30, all six cars. He used to take us to his job. You know, he worked for the... Nope. Yeah, but he... <laughs> I mean, he, and he retired now. now he hey, he retired now, but, bro, we used to have so much fun at his job. The reason why is we, we experienced a lot of how life should be when it comes to um, this don't even have to be your child. And, and be a kid. And be yeah. a kid. You know what I mean? Take care of them, well, bring them in, and make sure that they're okay. But what's crazy about that is my, my stepdad and my uh, my mom, same way. We our, our house is full of kids. That's great. You know, it's, it's just it's just different. The generations is different now. Very, mm-hmm. very. So I feel like back then, like, we weren't on the phones. Like, we, we, we had to look for things to do. Mm-hmm. We could have just been on our phones and hours could have passed by. Mm-hmm. But they were yeah. passing by with... With like friendship and, right. and dealing with people, and and that's why we can deal with people the way we do. Right. That's what. That's why. That's we, why we yeah. can deal with people the way we do. That's good. Yes. It's it's almost like our generation was kind of red to be entrepreneurs. If you really think about it, because we can deal with people, we can talk to people, we can do different things. A lot of interaction that's going yeah. up as kids, yeah. middle school, high school, adults. Do you feel like you were bred to be an entrepreneur? I feel like it's a catch twenty two when it comes down to that because. The reason why I'm an entrepreneur now is because I didn't like being demanded or instructed to do things. I wanted to do things on my own. So it was like, yeah, I watched my dad, you know, I watched him go to work. But at the same time, when he came home, he did whatever he wanted to do. He, you know, he took care of the household and everything. But at the same time, when I go to work, I'm like, man, why am I doing this for this dude? It's I can do it act, for myself. It's almost <laughs> an act of defiance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. they, they say, so I've been hearing a lot of things and statistics say that a lot of entrepreneurs are, are C students. C students. They're not the geniuses. They're not the guys that are like up there like in, in Ivy League. Yeah, they're not Ivy League students. So I, see, I see this all the time. Mm-hmm. Ivy League students are morally working for yes. somebody. Yep. But, but the, it's Trying the to get C that students job. that are, are business owners. They're entrepreneurs. They're building things. That's yeah. good teaching. And I feel like that's what our generation really was. I mean, I feel like the generations around us is a little different. I feel like our generations was like that. But what do you think um, when it comes to that? I, I agree. I agree. You know, I wasn't the greatest student, but at the same time, you know, I knew to take care of business. And so when it came down to it, 
and I got tired of being told what to do, I did what I had to do on my own. I feel like your 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 um your industry is a little bit more tough. Maybe I'm not as creative as he is when it comes to certain things, the way he molds things. Because mm-hmm. he fixes bodies on cars and trucks. I'm glad you said that because we haven't said exactly what yeah. he did yet. But I'm, so, yes. so I feel like, like, okay, so he fixed my truck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I crashed my truck. Long story. I crashed my truck. <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> a couple times. And he fixed it. Uh-huh. But the thing is, though... How do you fix it the way he does? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times you pick, you take it to other um, other places to fix cars like that, mm-hmm. and they're weaker. They, they make they make. Because remember, the, you sent that your car yeah. to um, yes. a, a big known company. Yeah, and you're like, take it to him. Mm-hmm. He, he'll make it stronger wherever he fixes it. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I started taking it to you, and I always recommend everybody to you on that end. Appreciate it. Because appreciate I know it. that my wherever that I'm, my truck's going to be fixed at, it's going to be stronger than what I brought it in. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's a big difference because why would you want your, your, your car to be a can after that? You know right. what I mean? It just smashes in. I'm not right. trying to do that. Because people bondo, bondo right. and you could talk more about Bondo, yeah. and, and, and let's get on that. Yeah, let's get a little bit on that before we go further on stuff. When, like he like, said, t- he stated that people fixed it. Your tr- their his truck, people fix it more stronger. So what's the difference between pe- barely, uh, I mean, uh, hand me down in it and fixing it the right way? Okay, so um, when it comes down to fixing vehicles, uh, after they were in- hit during the accident, mm-hmm. you don't want to compromise the integrity of the metal. The metal is what's strong. The the actual creases, you know, what I'm saying the actual body lines on a on a vehicle. That's the strongest point. If you bend those, and, and you know, it's called it's called a crinkle point, pretty much. If you if you damage those, like, and you don't pull them out, and you just fill them in with body filler or some type of you know some type of glaze or something, then that that damages the integrity of the metal. It makes it weaker. So if you get in another accident, your safety is at risk. I can't put nobody's safety at risk at my shop. You know what I'm saying? That's putting my shop at risk. So I'll pull the metal out to where it, it need to be. If I could get it perfect, I get it perfect. If I can't, it's damn near perfect. There's no, you know, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. It needs to be damn near perfect. And you know, I got I'm I'm pretty much by myself. You know, it's a small shop, but I have, you know, a couple of people and they know what I what I expect from them. Don't sit up here and put no it better not be past an eighth of an inch of body filler on that car. And they were like, Oh, okay. Do you think a lot of lot of uh, companies, you know, they just because a lot of people don't know uh, about how a car should be repaired because that's that field is like I'm gonna just take it to the insurance. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go through gonna, insurance. I'm gonna yeah. go through insurance and then they they're gonna send me to somebody. So a lot of people don't know the importance of what they're getting when they're taking their cars to these shops. I mean, the insurance is looking out for their best interest and the shop that they know best interest. Yeah. It doesn't matter what kind of work they do. At, oh, you work with me, you know, cut it down a couple of dollars, I'll keep sending people to you. But it's like, bruh, now if they get an accident again on the same impact that they just had, you're putting their life in jeopardy. Right. You're putting their kid's life in jeopardy. It's like, bruh, you know, just bring it over here. And 90% of the times I do it faster because I do it right. I do it faster because I do it right. Oh. You know what I'm saying? If they do it the way they're doing it, like you're sitting there and you're sanding all day, you're priming all day, then you're blocking again all day. Like, bro, either pull the metal out and it'll take me a day versus it taking you three, four days for you to get the body right. 
and I feel like he's on the same page where I am when it comes to even even payments, like money wise on that. Like, would you get paid? I feel like he, we're in, we're in the middle. We're not the most expensive. We're not the cheapest. But we're in the middle, and and, and our work is um is legit. Quality. Like, you're, you're gonna walk away happy, and you're and it's fixed, and you don't have to deal with no BS. And if something was to happen, we, we you can bring it back, and we'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. And, and I literally look at I've been looking at you like we we actually dealt with each other for a couple for years a few years now. Mm-hmm. It's been like dang, maybe like six years, huh? Right. If you think about it, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's the same way with him. Because I'm not the cheapest. People get mad about the pricing. Mm-hmm. But we ain't we ain't the most expensive either. you're going to do it right. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's going to be done right, and mm-hmm. we're going to take care of it, and it's not coming back mm-hmm. after that. That's the and main I, thing. And I feel like it's the same way with you. He man. said it's not coming back. That's yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason you're coming back is because you got another accident. Right. That's the only right reason here. you're coming back. Shoot. That's why I came back. Do not bring it back unless you got another accident. I'm making accident. sure that shit don't come back. <laughs> so. Hey, God forbid you come in another accident, but the only way I expect you to come back is not to thank me that you did. I did a good job. <laughs> and let everybody man. know that this motherfucker did some great shit on my shit but unless unless you know you get in another accident (laughs) that's pretty funny so with how's over bad i want to go into it a little bit with you let's do it so as an entrepreneur um a business owner a family man um men that have kids wife i mean that you have to establish something everything has to come from i mean i feel like the ground of where you're built from from the bottom up Mm-hmm. And, and we always we always talk about this here on House Over Baz, and and I know we have alcohol right here, but whatever. So we're gonna go we're gonna go with uh, and the henny in the ain't system. No, right? Hey, ain't no henny in my cup. <laughs> All of a sudden, so, so like <laughs> we want to go with God fearing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I feel like everything's established by being a, a, a man or a, or a leader when it comes to being God fearing. So when it comes to that with you. How do you look at that? Are you a God-fearing man? Do you believe in God? Where is God in your life? You back to this foundation. You back to the foundation. My dad. My dad changed, and I watched him change, you know what I'm saying, from listening to Tupac, listening to Biggie, going to Vegas, and, you know, just the, the, it's not even really like partying, but, like, just the fact that the music that you listen to, you know, it creates influence. And as a kid, he'll tell you, I used to listen to DMX. I used, they used to think like, yo, this, this dude, <laughs> he ain't right. But, <laughs> DMX but, was part white on some of the songs he sang. But it was some just of the like, rap he was doing, we were like, hey, you got a little white boy in this dude. <laughs> but it was just like, you're like, they look at me like, no, oh, man, why are you always playing the gun shooting games and this and that? And it was because the music I was listening to, it was type of, yeah. was, Tell the know, story, it yes. was like an influence. Mm-hmm. But as I got older and I see my dad change, and I seen the music he listened to, and then as he, I seen him change. You know, I'm, I got, these is my older brothers. You got to remember, I have one younger brother. He like an older brother to me. My older brother, my oldest brother is like an older. They, they, that's an older brother. So I always look up to what they got going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like you know, as I'm the one who make it happen. There's there's times where I'm the one who's gonna make it happen. Hundred percent. Like so, it don't matter who you who you run to. Why you ain't come to me first? Well, you're a wolf. You're a howler. It I'm the one who's going to make it happen. So, so everybody everybody plays their part as a howler. When you hang around howlers, everybody's going to be doing something that's howling. Something. You know exactly. what I mean? And, and I had a conversation with a, a dude uh, probably like not even last week. 
he texts me talking about, come on, bro, trust me, blah, blah, blah. I'm the big brother. And I said, you could call yourself the big brother or you won't, but I'm the brother that's going to make it happen. Yes. I'm the brother that's going to make this happen. So you need to make sure that my end is straight, well, just like I make sure your end is straight. Well, when somebody says that, it's a little, it gets a little bit more like... Condescending. Like, hey. <laughs> you're like, you're like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm getting a little more leery on that. You know what I mean? Because we don't have to say that. It just is what it is. Exactly. It is. And we know that. Like, 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 even me and him. Like, I mean, we could even get into it, and we're we're friends the next day. Yeah. It don't even matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're, I feel like that's how a real pack should be. And that's where he kind of like threw me off when he said it. But I was like, you know, at the next the next day we was. I mean, even after the conversation, we was good. I had to let it be known though, like don't ever try to downplay me, bro. Don't ever like you ain't above me. Right. Don't, don't ever try to downplay me, right. especially in the situation that you in. I'm getting you out of a situation, so don't ever try to downplay me. Yeah. But you know, you know, I talk to him almost every other day. That's like, man shit, though. Yeah, right. and it gotta you be. Gotta do that. It gotta be. Yeah. Let's get. Gotta let's, be. I want to get back to like our, you know, what he was saying about you know uh, the God fearing. You know, he's seen, you know, my uncle change, which is, I consider my pops, too. My my actual father has rested in peace in 2018, so. So, uncle from what side? Every side. We oh. blood. Oh. <laughs> we bl- like I said, I got brothers who ain't blood. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, I thought, okay. who ain't blood. <laughs> so, from your dad's side. No, he, see, and, and, and the reason why I'm saying this is because he raised me majority of my yeah. life. Like raise me, raise me. Not like, not like. Oh, you just come and go. No, father figured my life to yeah. a to a hundred power. You know, I was. Now that's crazy for a man to do. Yes. No, no, it, no, no, no. Like that's crazy. For he a has man a to news do. article about it. Yeah. Him and my mom crazy. have a news article about it. I actually have it at my house, framed. Yeah, and and, and 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 to get back to what he was saying about God fearing, because like I had some of my mentality. The Wayne mentality, my Uncle Wayne mentality, it, and 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 I played sports. So when he's saying that we seen the change when it came to God fearing, because I mean we we was all eyes on me. We was mm-hmm. like we was he tr- we was regulators, regulators. Yeah. Everything he, he built a mentality for us, and it was like we was real hard. Core. We was like, can nobody, you know, mess with us? Yeah. You know, can nobody <laughs> touch us? You know what I mean? We felt like untouchable, like Pac was untouchable. Yeah. You know, we would go, he would, he would take us as kids and build us up, build our mentality in, in sports. But and when he would build our mentality in sports, he created a, a background for us. So we had a background. He was tough. You know what I mean? He talked to us as a with a strong mentality. He built us. You know, when when I say that I was San Bernardino County Player of the Year, I give credit to him because my dad wasn't there. He was there every game. Every game. Every my game. mom wasn't there. No games. He and my auntie Mur was there every game. You know, they built me up since a, a kid. So and then we watch this change. They don't do that no more. No, they don't do that no they, more. They, they don't even make them like that. No, no more. they don't make them like that. So we watched them change from building this. We literally a gangster mentality. <laughs> you know what I mean? This y'all the best. Can't nobody be better than y'all, which was great. You know what I mean? He, it was a small gangster mentality to like. You know now y'all doing it with God. Now y'all doing it with God fearing. Y'all not no only doing it with gangster well, that's mentality. How he, that's how he was throwing it at you? It was yeah. more of a gangster mentality, like, y'all hardcore. 
You're, like y'all tough. Can't nobody stop. Can't you. nobody stop you. Period. Type yep. Period. But then it's transferred. Like he said, it transferred from that gangster mentality to y'all. Can, y'all can't. Y'all can't do nothing without God. And God is y'all. God is y'all gangster. God is y'all hood. He the reason. He the reason Put why y'all first. doing all this. Put him first. So it changed. So that's why when he was speaking about God mentality or you know what I mean, it changed from where it was to where it is now. Yeah. I, I feel like that that was a lot of our generation though. And that's crazy because I feel like they don't make them like that. Like we but said. It's a lot of them that don't follow. Yeah, that's true too. It's a lot of they them don't that follow. don't follow. Like um yeah, a lot of them do I, change for the better. Too. A lot of them do change for the better, but to watch it in real time is different versus okay, yeah, you know, now, now all of a sudden I see this, oh, you're a preacher now or you 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 oh okay, back in the day you but when I seen him it it, it went from my mom constantly taking us to church. Yes. My mom constantly taking us to church. He was at home sleep cuz he worked graveyard. He mom. worked graveyard, so he was always working mm-hmm. or he was at home sleeping, getting ready for to go to work. My mom was constantly making sure we was there, and he give he give my mom all the credit in the world, and I, mean, I he still give my mom beast too. I give my mom all the credit in the world. Yes, that was a difference, sure. though. That, she was, was, a, that she, was a difference. Though. He still built beasts. Still, he, he still, still was there to beast. do something different, and the mom was taking the church. See, my mom was a little different. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, mom took me to church, mm-hmm. but I didn't even have nobody building beasts. I built my own beast by being. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to build my own beast on that end. <laughs> right. I, was, I was in the street. Just that's how you gotta like, be. Yeah. Like, hey, that's crazy. You know he said I had to build my own beast. <laughs> hey, but I, I, shout out to Wayne Fun, man. He built Beast, man. I'm a beast because of him. Like, and he built other other beasts out there. Like, it's a lot of kids that were that came around that were soft. You know what I mean? And just listening to him talk and just listening to his mentality. You know what I mean? That's the reason why I'm a business owner too. You know what I mean? That's the reason why he's a business owner. He's not a business owner because he didn't watch a beast. He knew like a beast was watching him. But like I said, he the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I seen him do something, I felt like I needed to excel what he did. Yes. So when it came down to the shop, it was a hobby for him. This is a way of life for me. And now he knows like, yo, this is what he do. I'm going to send people. To, don't expect him to be... You know, the cheapest guy on the block, Just he not me. I do it as a hobby. I take my time. I cre- He need to get that money. He yeah. need to feed his family. He well, need to is, feed his it kids. It is what it is. And it's the end of the day. We know that now that we're exactly. right. exactly. Pay us. Yes. Exactly. You know, we have, we have to get paid. It is what it is. On right. that end. We're here to make money. Exactly. You know, we're here to build business. We have kids. We ain't, we ain't not, we're not playing. Yep. This, isn't, this isn't a joke mm-hmm. when you're a business owner. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not here to play. It is what it is at the end of the day. We, That's we, fire. We know that as business owners, mm-hmm. right? Right. So we're going to go into this next one. We're going to leadership. Mm-hmm. So leadership is, is a huge part. Not just being an entrepreneur, but being a man, period. Yeah. So so we were talking we talk about this a lot. Every man has that gene of leadership in them. Because at the end of the day, when they have a family, they have to lead their home. So no matter what, every man at some point has to be a leader. Yeah regardless of what they're doing in their life. So being a leader as an entrepreneur, there's a lot, there's a lot that comes on your plate regardless. A leader in your home mm-hmm. and being a leader in your business. And most people don't even um, agree or, or even believe that you can have a business. So at the beginning, let's go back to that, okay? okay? 
So when you started your business, mm-hmm. I mean, even at the end of the day, we, we're, we're going to go from here. We're not bad-mouthing any woman or anything, but, like, a lot of wives won't even, when, when you first get married, they don't want to, you to, to have your own business. Right. They don't believe that you can do it. Right. Cause, but I'm not going to just say wives in, in general, even f- certain friends, things right. like that. Because it, it is what it is. They, they look at it like, dude, that's Almost too, nobody. You're right. Yeah, no, nobody believes it because you're the one with that vision. Mm-hmm. So if you're the one with that vision, only you can really see that. So being a businessman, an entrepreneur, a leader of your home, to saying, hey, I'm going to start my own business. How, first of all, how old were you? And how was that process? Think back from the beginning, though. The part where that sh- that that was just just getting you, like I want you to think of that part because I remember that part. I know exactly where I'm at. Tell mm. tell us about that. Okay, so um, I could tell you from start to finish. It was 2018, 2018. I take it back. 2017, I was working at a a body shop, and I was doing estimates. I was doing all kind of office work on top of being the main body guy to do the body work. And the only painter, and the only painter, and like I said, my dad taught me, I went to school for this stuff, and you know what they told me? We already know you know what you're doing because of your dad. We've seen you come over here and paint cars. What school did you go to? I went to RCC, but I And they knew your dad at RCC? They knew my dad at RCC, and my dad went to school at Valley. Yes. My dad went to school at San Bernardino Valley College, and they knew my dad at RCC. And they said, we already know that you be at Valley painting cars with your dad. So, just come, show up with a project, work on that project, Dang. and we don't have nothing. We don't have nothing else to teach you. <laughs> and so I'm like, I want to learn something. Right. I didn't come to school for nothing. I want to learn something. So you know, I went for a postry. I was like, all right, postry is something that my dad don't do. Right. So I'm gonna go for a postry. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's then, a different mindset, though. Yes. Exactly. That already, that already shows your mindset. Already ready to. Because you could have been a spoiled little shit. And just, just been do, yes. doing whatever, yeah. Like, hey, I got it. But you said, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do something different. That's a, that's a, a leader mindset, period. Exactly. Okay, go for it. So then, you know, when that's it came good. down to it, when it came down to it, I'm over here, I'm running this dude's whole shop. And I'm like, you know, he, he, was, he already talked to me about passing the shop down to me, but my dad got a shop. I don't need you to pass it down to me. My dad about to have, he, I'm about to take his so shop. So somebody from, from RCC was trying to pass down you a shop. He was a teacher. And he owned the shop. Uh huh. So I worked for him after I left the school. They knew the school from they they needed they knew the skill from your dad. They knew the skill. He knew the skill from me. Okay. Because I used to go to his shop just to you help know, him out, do stuff with his son because okay. his son was running the shop at the time. Okay. You know, and so it was like okay, the son was you know he was having his his rough moments in life. Right. Man, I need to. I, I trust. I trust you. Right. And these are teachers. These are teachers. He's a. He was a teacher and a business owner at wow. the same time. So it was like, man, I trust you. You know, I don't know what's going on with my son. I gotta leave it to somebody. And I. And I told him, I was straight up like, nah. Let's just get him right. Let's just get him right. You know, that's your son. I'm gonna take my dad's. And so when it came down to, it was about. 20, I say 2017, when I ended up working at the Air Force Base in Yermo, painting tanks, you know, Humvees, all kinds of, all kinds of weapons and stuff. Painting the, tanks? What the, I didn't even know you did that, <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. He said painting tanks, weapons? Masking, cool. doing all that stuff up there. And I did that for six months. And it was like, God told me like, yo, your dad finna start a church. And I'm blown away, like, 
And I and he came in my room one night, and I told him, I said, hey, I know you're about to start your church. I'm taking a shot from you. I said, I'm taking that responsibility off your hands. Mm-hmm. I said, God, and I really mean this. Like, God told me this. Fire. But, but what did it, okay. That's fire. I know, I know, I'm already tripping out right Go now. Go ahead. I, I want to know. Do so, it. So what did your dad, okay, look, first of all, dads think different about their kids. Yes, 100%. So I know that. 100%. That, that, that is like, 100%. Him. For sure that yes. got him. Yes. He probably looked at you like, hey, for sure he went in the room and did his own thing after that. He said, okay. He said, okay. He of course, like, He yeah. was like, man. Okay. And he was like, I said, man, I've been running. I ran this dude's business. Ain't no way I can't run your business. He probably was so happy, low-key. He was, and it <laughs> was, I, I just felt like a sigh of relief off of him, like when I told him. Like, damn. Like, because how am I going to maintain this shop and maintain my church yeah. and maintain my house? You know what I'm saying? So when I told him, he was like, How okay. old were you? Shoot, it was 2018. I was, what, 35? And so then after that, it was hard for him to let go. Yeah, mm. for sure. It was, it was, it was, that's it was, how It was hard for him to let go of the shot. How old is he, like 61? <laughs> and I remember now he, he's kept, a... he was coming back every day. <laughs> he, to, he actually just turned 63. Was, my dad's age pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dad's it, can't let go of the It was hard for him yeah. to let go, and I was like, yo, <laughs> stop sending people over here <laughs> for this cheap work. I don't do this cheap work. Like, this, okay, so I did the, I, look, let me get back to it. I, he had a <laughs> Uncle Wayne had a heart of gold, so mm-hmm. he would take care of people. Yeah, to make sure that that it was part. Up. Uh, <laughs> so he wouldn't, get, sure. he wouldn't get paid good like he's supposed. He to. wasn't he, getting he paid yeah, like he was it. supposed and to. That's get different. Paid. That's a different generation, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it is different. Yeah. But now we gotta live, right? Because everybody wants to just now bring we us gotta down. live. It, it's different then, though. <laughs> it, it's it's just different time. That's what it is, dude. right? So then he um, when it came down to it, like it was just like, yo, we gotta have a talk. You keep sending people over here and you giving them prices like your price is not my price. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much would you charge him? <laughs> this is how much I would charge him. And He's I was like, damn. And, and I would, but but he didn't. He, hey, I'm sorry. When I, when I broke it down to him, why it cost that much? <laughs> like I was yeah. I was able to you know break it down like yo the paint cost this much this cost that much you know all this work and this time it cost this much. Cause he never really dealt with like the his the heart is gold, system, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, and his heart is gold. So he like, <laughs> so even kid. if I have to come out of my pocket, I'm gonna take care of these yeah, people. Exactly. And he yeah. like, no, no. <laughs> Let the shop pay for the shop. Yeah, yeah. And that was the main thing I told him. Nah, the shop needs to take care of the shop. <laughs> I'm not paying for the shop. The shop needs to take care of the shop. Well, well things are different now. Everything you, you get, you get charged for the fire department coming over here, yes. like three grand, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like everything just gets you, and you better have insurance. Yes. So I mean, I mean my dad's probably watching right now. It's the same thing, right? So when he first came in here, it was just kind of the same deal, right? And now he understands, right? You know, because I'm like, hey, let's call the dealer. Let's right. see, let's see what they're charging for, right? This. And, and like and uh, we're still a little less, uh-huh. but it doesn't matter because the dealers still they're gonna get, they're gonna touch your and, truck. And, and pops like man, we gotta take care of these people. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, but I want to ask you a question. Even even before that part, right? Mm-hmm. So when when you told your dad that, okay, you're, you, I, I can tell you you're close to your pops, right? Yes. And, and he's a he's a good dad, obviously, right? Like the way you talk about him and everything too. So. When you told your dad, "Hey, don't worry about the shop. I'm, I'm taking the shop." How did that even like like when you when you said that as a as a son, knowing how that goes? Mm-hmm. When you even said that to him, how did that feel? 
Mm. Like, 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 was it was it a little bit like I, I gotta say it, but at the same time, like, oh shit, like, like I just right. jumped off a cliff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Cause, cause, right. I, I like a little bit. Did you prepare for this? Or like, how long did it take you to prepare for this? Yeah, it was probably like. I, I mean, literally, when I had the, the, I don't know if you want to call it a premonition or a dream or whatever, like, it was probably like two, three weeks After before, before so he told me. You were yeah, in the zone. I was, I was locked in because it was All like, right. you know, I, I got this shop. You know, there ain't no reason the shop shouldn't be. And because, you know, I was doing, I was working, was and then I was going to the shop. I was All working. Right. It didn't matter where I was working. If I was working at... The, the dude's body shop, I was making sure I was going to the shop to put in work. If I was working at a factory where we built cars, then you could see some of these cars on Fast Five. You could see some of these cars on where we at built. SEMA. I built cars. I didn't know that. Damn. I built cars at this factory in Ontario. Fast and the Furious over here. Let's Man. do it. And, Let's and, get it. And, and, and I, was, I was still going to the shop. Everything was with me falling back to the shop. So then when I go to the Air Force, I mean to the military base, I'm working long hours in the night, going home, taking a nap, getting up, going to the shop, working at the shop before I go back up to this, to Yermo. So it's like, okay, I'm done in Yermo. Y'all could go ahead and lay me off. Y'all could go ahead and lay me off. Let me go. I'm going to do this full time. And, and that's when he was like, yeah, you do it full time because he about to open, he about to open this church for me and he about to spread the word for me. And it was like, oh, okay. And it was kind of, it was kind of nerve wracking to tell him, but it was like when he came in the room and we was having a conversation, and I told him, it was just like, that's what you were supposed to. And do. it made you feel good. It made me and it, him it, feel good. And he was just like, oh, okay. Did it, you feel like you had to prove yourself to to prove yourself? To Even my dad? To, yes, for sure. Like in any area, like you know, I can do this. I can be honest. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a beast. He's a giant. I said in our podcast before he was my mentor. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, oh, that's who you were talking about. Yes, yes. Wayne. Yes, yes. Right there, so he's a now. giant, bro. He's not and just shed the sheep one. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he's a giant oh, to shit. me. Like, and and I, I'm like, I'm not saying that I'm just this great person, but when I talk highly about some people, I don't really talk highly nah, about don't. anybody. At all. At all. You know what I mean? I feel like you know, like. When it comes to him, you know, because he built a lot of people, not just 10, 15, 20 people. I'm talking about hundreds of people he's impact. Hundreds of people he's impact. Yeah. So, do you feel like you had to prove yourself? Be honest. Because, I, I mean, I felt like... And still feel like sometimes, you know what I mean, yeah, as a grown-ass yeah. man. But you're working with them daily, though. It's a little different, huh? You're working with them all the time? Um, not anymore because, you know, I basically then, made him retire. Yeah, yeah, but then. <laughs> you know, he was re he's retired <laughs> from his job, but I retired him from the out-of-body stuff. And I don't call too many people giants. You ain't never yeah, heard me call nah, too many nah, people so giants. So when it came down to him and, and me proving myself, it wasn't the fact that I felt like I needed to prove myself because of my skill. I felt like I need to prove myself because I was so much like him, and that was a conversation. 100%. I was that was a conversation 100%. me and him had to have in, for, in order for him to understand. Like you bucking the system, but I'm just <laughs> like you. You know what I'm saying? Me and him had a, a a heart to heart in front of one of our my good friends, Rodney. We had a heart to heart. Oh, Rodney! It came to, know, Rodney. it came to tears and yelling and 
yo, like, relax, bro. I'm your kid. I'm your child, but I'm not a child. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like all uh, I had that with my pops. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all have that with our pops, and, right. then, and then you get closer. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, when, like that's when everything flipped. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, yeah, he he right. He a child, but he not my child. He's you know he he's grown up now. Yeah. I gotta let go. Mm-hmm. And that's when I start seeing him fall back from the shop. That's when I start seeing him. You know, he can send people to the shop all day, but he tell them like, "Yo, <laughs> don't ask me how much he gonna charge you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. ask me. Let He's me, not me. Right. Let me address this real quick. When I say giant, um, I mean somebody that impacts lives. Yeah. You're a giant when you impacts life. When you impact lives, not just two, three, or say a little small word, but you know, we have encountered someone who has been purpose and uh, drive and fulfillment and to many, you know. So we had an, we felt like we had an expectation. That's why we're business owners because mm-hmm. this man has made an impact in our life to where he spent nothing but the best from us. He provided nothing but nothing the but the best for us i'm I mean, talking about he provided <laughs> nothing but the best i was not his child but he provided for me to be great so we had a, a den at our house that he tore down and we helped him tear it down mm-hmm. and we helped him build it back up and his reward to all the kids that helped was i'm gonna take you to go buy you some shoes you play basketball, we play basketball. We all played on the same team. We all did where we let's all go to we can all going over here to go get some shoes. And I'm not talking I'm talking about I got the Jordan Tens and the Latrell Spree Wells. Right. I'm talking about we was getting shoes. Yeah. And it was like, wow, he over a hundred dollars shoes. He got me two pairs of shoes. And like, we're talking about twelve people. On? Kids. I'm talking about multiple kids. Multiple kids. Was coming over there right. helping. Even if you just knocked the wall down. Come on, man, let's go. We all going. When it was done, we all went. At in that time, spending that much yeah, money, that's different. See, that's different. See, and that's the thing. When I when I say giant, you want to be a giant. It's who you impact. The people you impact makes you a giant. Not just your business. You got this business, and you trying to make money off your business. That's cool. You you a giant too. But who you impact. The people you impact makes you a giant. It separates you, the men, from the boys. Who respects you? You know what I mean? And that's why we are where we are now, because people respect us. I had a dude come to me, and he didn't understand. Like, you know, he's like, hey, man, you know, you got this shop, blah, blah, blah. You got all these dudes that come up there, they're like, and they seem like, you know, they, they kind of thuggish, and they, they, they seem like big gangster guys. But they look up to you. And I ain't in no gang. I ain't never been in no gang. At 589 West McKinley Blood, gang, that's what you want to call it. Because that was where we grew up. That was my house. That was my house address. And it, it was so many of us there that when we walked to the Johnson Center, Everybody it, it was 10 to 12 of us walking to the Johnson Center. If we leaving the Johnson Center, we walking we, we through the cemetery. Walking, it was everybody. So it was like, we, was you know, I, we ain't no gang, but yeah, they respect me because... Of what deep. I represent. <laughs> no, it ain't even. Have, I could be by myself. I'm like right now. Oh, they, I'm by myself all, a lot of times right pops, now. Son. My pops he instilled it. He instilled it in me. Like, he yo, you gonna respect this man right here. And so it's like you know, like I said, I'm by myself a lot right now. I, I mess with him, 
and I probably messed with, you know, my older brother and about three other dudes that I roll with tough. When you say mess with, you mean business orientated or just talk to just it life. life? Just life So let me ask you a question, man. Do you think that you would be... All right, let's, let's, get, let's get a little deep on this then. Mm-hmm. So do you think you would be who you are as a man or where you are as a man and in business, as a person, as a family man, leader, without your pops? No question. No, don't. You can't answer that question. He is the foundation. Mm-hmm. He started it. If my foundation was on sand, it's crumbling. So, so how, how, how deep do you think fathers... Wow. Okay, so, so being a father, mm-hmm. right, and, and especially even in this world right now, how, how, how important is it to be a father to children right now? Talk about it. <laughs> Why don't kids have fathers? Mm. Why don't kids have fathers? Mm. If a kid don't got a father, it's 90% of the time because the mom picked the wrong one or the mom is the wrong one. Mm. Period. Because I feel like mo- a lot of men, most men, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say all the men, but most men, when when they have a kid, they want to take care of that kid. Mm-hmm. Especially from our generation, at least ours on. Maybe it, it, before us. Man, that's a great ass question. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's right? fire. Go ahead. Don't you feel like that though? Because the thing is, though, we we um, our generation's a little different, mm-hmm. right? Very, so so our, our parents. I feel like when our parents, the sixty-year-olds, mm-hmm. their 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 parents, a lot of them didn't want them. Definitely, they didn't care what happened to them. They mm-hmm. just did what they're thinking. Going I'm not saying emotions. everyone, but I'm saying right, right. A lot majority, of we, majority, we, we, majority. But our parents wanted a little bit better for us, even though they were harder on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we were probably neglected a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But us, mm-hmm. right? Like because it like, was hard for them too. It was, it was, it was. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, that there still was parents at yes. that point. Yes, you're that right. Impacted us on a different level. Even if it wasn't the impact that we wanted, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like I feel like we were impacted on a different level. Like, my dad still impacted me on a different level. He made me want to be um, stronger, mm-hmm. push harder, be the best at what I do. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was the one saying, making me go to church. If I didn't like it or not, mm-hmm. I'm in church. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, she would throw glasses and everything. She'd make Your I, dad I impacts you right now. Oh, more yeah. Than yes. Probably more than he ever did as a kid. Yes. Yeah, he impacts me. And, and I now. see it and, and I and I feel it and I and I and I recognize it, which is great because a father being a father is nothing greater than that protection. Yeah. Especially like, for a man. For, especially for especially a man because it's man. missing. And y'all y'all fathers that are missing out on y'all children is is really missing out in impacting and and, and building something great. Well, well what is your purpose? I feel like you're, when you have kids, your purpose is your children. Mm-hmm. Like your your life is there, but it's not the same life anymore. Like when I, when I have my kids, dude, like my joy, my real happiness comes from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like nothing else really matters. Like mm-hmm. you feel like it does. Like oh yeah, you, you you go through the motions of life and things like that. But when you see their faces, like when you come home and you're like. Damn, you yes. know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's it's, it's a whole other world. <laughs> he laughed. Why it's, you it's laugh? Funny, it's funny you say that because uh, my wife told me that she was Excuse like, me. like you know, uh, you sit up here and you know sometimes you'll be down and out, but when the kids come around, you're happy. You got life, and I'd be like, <laughs> I, I mean, I knew it, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that's because I'm not gonna sell them short. I wasn't so short. My dad did everything he can to make us happy. 
even if he wasn't there, if he sacrificed his time at work, and you don't realize that until you become an adult. So I got no, a don't. I got a, a eighteen year old daughter, and uh, she don't understand some of the sacrifices that I made, and that's okay. I said because when you have your child now, she will. You'll understand, and I'm not going. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and force my ways on you. You got to learn for yourself. I can't sit up here and be like, yo, because everybody's different, especially these times. These times are way different. So you can't, I can't handle things the way my dad handled things. Or I can't put things off on you like how things was put off on me. I can't get, tell you advice about the decisions that I made because you might be in a different state of, of mind than I am, than I was. And I feel like that's exactly how it is because life is different now. Mm -hmm. You got so many weird things going on in the world. Man. And, and before, like, I mean, we, the weird things going on in the world was was, was um, almost kind of normal now. Like, like when you really think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'd rather take a beating to deal with some of this bullshit going Man. on. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I, and, and I feel like, um, like, like when you have kids now, I feel like it's different. Because we, we got neglected as kids, in a sense, you know what I mean? And, um, but and we didn't look at it like that. Nah, we didn't. We looked at it like my dad is at work. Yeah. Or we looked at it like my mom is doing what she got to do. Now they're like, oh, you're not parenting. Yeah, now they're like, yeah. I'm not parenting. Yeah. Why? Because I'm providing? Hey, shout because out to I'm moms. I'm like, sorry, though. Moms no sense. Hey, moms is a beast, too. <laughs> yes. Like, at my, the my, end of the day, yeah. yo, hey, my, my auntie Murray, I'm sorry. I don't Took mean care to... of everybody oh, that yeah. my dad sick and spend the night while he was at work. Hey, bro, <laughs> I, I'm sorry and forgive me and forgive me with this one. You talking about a, 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 a beast, too? Like, we grew up with a great foundation, and that's why I think that we turned out the way we turned out is because our support system, and I'll get into your support system in a minute, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, she fed us all. I'm talking about 12 to 15 kids, a breakfast, lunch, and dinner on the weekends. So let you me ask snack? you something. <laughs> you want to Hey, you want to snack? It's, it's in the refrigerator. Go get it. You ain't got hey. Okay, but let me ask you something, now, Ronnie. That's crazy to me. You we, we've talked a lot about your life and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. and, and um and the way you're talking about his parents mm -hmm. is another level. Another level. So, you so, caught that. So what I'm saying to you is though, like, how does that? How do you think that impacted your life? Do you think if you didn't have his parents in your life, Come on. you'd be this person you are? Right no, now? no. He's not the only one that I testified no. to that though. No, bro. They were everything. That's why he is who he is now because he had what a lot of people didn't have us great so I ask you one thing. do you feel you were important to his parents for sure you feel like you were important for sure and you weren't even their child for I, <laughs> hey for sure are you talking about yes, a, I, yes. At, at a high level I, i'm scared to disappoint them even now like i just I, like this is being honest you know what i mean and and it's, people say well what about your parents? My parents was okay. My parents was great. You know what I mean? They did what they had to do. They gave me the little. They gave me the things that they were capable of giving me. But when you're talking about building me, um, I'm I'm gonna be honest. You know what I mean? I have to give credit to my auntie Murray and my uncle Wayne, which I call them my mom and my dad also. You know what I mean? They took me to a level and they showed me when I look at myself now. And how I operate as an adult, 
it comes more from what I've learned from them. You know what I mean? And how they built me. And this is honesty. This is not just trying to bash anybody, but this is honesty. So let me ask you another question. Mm -hmm. Where do you think you would be without them? I don't know, bro. I wouldn't be who I am now. You know what I mean? Like how I trained my kids, how I taught my kids, how I built my came son. From came from them. Damn. Came from them, bro. Like my son is a beast, and I wouldn't be that beast if my Uncle Wayne and my Auntie Murph didn't show me that? this. What do you think about that, that what they did to him? Like, 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 deep I, I, I'm living down. proof that I seen it. Like, he seen it. He used to walk, like, they, they no, live do down the street. Like, think about your parents right now and what they have, have influenced. We're, 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 okay, let's say this. Mm -hmm. You know, Ronnie. Yeah. You probably know Ronnie better than most people. Yeah. So if, if he didn't have your parents in his life, I wouldn't think know about him. where he could be. I wouldn't know him. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm just being honest. I wouldn't know him. But, but think about like, where he could be in but life. He's not, your, you're not like listening. You wouldn't I wouldn't even know this dude if it wasn't for them. Because he lived, I'm talking about literally across, what is it, Cactus? Mm -hmm. And they used to walk to our crib. They used to walk. Once we met them. They used to walk to our crib <laughs> or ride their bikes to our crib every day once we met them. And it was like, oh. They're just here. That's they here to stay. You know That's what I'm saying? They here to stay. Okay. This is like my. We, I'm here hey. to grow, <laughs> learn, improve, build, be better, be who, I've got, who and, I'm called to be. I remember how we met them. I'm telling you, I want to hear this. We was, they was riding bikes, and we was playing basketball on our basketball court. Thug, huh? They was riding bikes, <laughs> and we was playing basketball on our basketball court. That my dad just got us. We was, we was barely new to basketball. We was barely new to sports. All of us. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, y'all could come play. And they would come the next day. And then they would come the next day. And, then, and it was like, okay, we expected them to show up after that. Like, they about to come over. And, it, you know, we was going to a park down the street. Yeah. <laughs> and being kids, it was just like, you know, man, I'm afraid to ask my parents, can they come in the house? But they already done, you we're know, built eight, that relationship. We're talking about eight, nine years mm -hmm. old. They done oh, already done built shit. that relationship not with even, them. Not even to where, high. Yeah, y'all could come in and y'all could come in and play video game. Y'all could come in. I'm about to order pizza. That's how my mom and dad was. They all got to eat. Not just because, oh, not nah, not. Nah, I'm just going to cook for my kids. Y'all got to go home. It's dinner time. They all got to eat. They wouldn't have to go home and be like, yo, I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? If they did, it was probably because, you know, your, your, hey, your mom called you, you got to come home. It's this time for dinner. This is my first attention. This is, this is my okay. first, like, experience of what a father, you know what I mean, looks after his, uh, what a what a wolf look after his, you know what I mean, cubs. This is the first, my, my first experience. because At nine? I'm, and eight, eight, nine. Eight, eight, eight years, eight and a half, almost nine years so, old. So, okay, and so, then, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then when we started joining rec leagues, who you think was in the van with us? <laughs> when we playing rec leagues, hey, yeah, we about to play, but who you think? And he, he took care of that. Hey, yo, yo, we about to go. They about I to play at the YMCA or they home. about to play at the Johnson Center. Like, okay, well, and we was all on the same team. You talking about somebody that took uh, uh, seeing a, a gift and rock this gift and nourish this gift, and I didn't experience that at home. I felt important. So that's why now I feel like Ronnie Adams means something because at first, as a kid, I didn't feel like I meant anything. You know what I mean? I didn't feel like I was nobody. I was just going through the motions. 
at nine years old. By the time I was nine, ten years old, I knew I had a purpose. My daughter's nine. Yes, I knew I had a purpose because a father told me I had a purpose. Damn, I couldn't even imagine my daughter thinking the way that you think at that age. I didn't feel like I had a... They should feel loved, Mm -hmm. like, completely. I didn't feel that way. Like a child. Yeah. I didn't feel that way. feel like a child. I didn't feel that way. And I'm being honest, and I just no cap. It's no disrespect to anybody. It's not. I'm not disrespecting anybody. I'm just giving honor where honor is due. You know what I mean? I felt alone. And then this 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 giant who God has sent came through and says, "You you are somebody." You talked about him the whole entire time that you've been around me. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that was his yeah. dad. That's why. That's why <laughs> the reason why who I am now. And you look at me and you're like, this dude's a kind of, he's a wolf, he's a beast, he's, he's like. You think it's because of his, his pops and mom. And, and, and I have to share this with my son because now my son came to me and says, Ronnie, you, you go after by any means necessary. He says, you will go get her. You make it happen by. Your son, your son said that? He, man, I was blown away. When did he say this? He said this. This past weekend on Saturday. No shit. Bro, I was blown away. I had to take a moment. I had to tell him to say it again. Because I didn't understand what he was saying. Because I knew who built me. Who built me. Taught me how to build him. And he was watching because I was watching. I got an opportunity to watch a man build people. Impact people. You know what I mean? And I wanted to do the same for my son. Impact him and make him think like, damn, I'm watching somebody great. Mm-hmm. Because I had the opportunity to watch somebody great. So as a kid, I never got the opportunity to watch somebody great. So me thinking like, damn, is my son is actually learning? Is he actually being impacted by my words? Impact of what I'm doing? He said, dad, he says, a lot of people want to leave California, but I'm not running. He said, I'm not running because I'll watch you build. He said, I'll watch you hustle. He said, I'll watch you become. He said, I'll watch you go get it. And I said, son, say that again. You know what I mean? I couldn't believe it because he was watching. And I didn't have nobody to watch because I didn't see nobody build. I didn't see nobody great in front of me. You know, until until my Uncle Wayne came around. And I said, man, this man taking care of 12, 15 kids. We didn't get him on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching him take care of most, not even just the ones that was in this house. Sometimes I want to know where your your mind's at when 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 you take care of other people's kids. Like, like, like to the point where, like, buying pizza is great, right? Like, okay, you can buy pizza. But we start taking them places and taking them places, them and making Vegas. them learn. Vegas. Vegas. I'm level. talking about like summer classic. Yes, summer classic. He was the reason why we went to to play tournaments in Vegas. Anybody can say they can say whatever they want. It didn't matter. We knew where it came from. He paid we for knew everything, where it came bro. From. You talking about fundraisers there? They ran, they raised their little fundraisers back then, and you know it wasn't like we thought it was. We think like, oh, some people are supporting us. No, he using all of his paycheck to support Damn. these kids. Do you think any dads do that now? No, it's rare. It's rare that we able to see one my mom person would do that for my friends too, and that's that's my a mom blessing does that for Aaron and Curtis and all. Right, that. right. You know what I'm saying so, like. I, I see what you're saying. It's, it's like, but the thing is, it's crazy because you don't. See, uh, dads 
I didn't see dads doing that back no. then. No. Mm. I no. saw moms doing it. They were more they were more I mean they dads. they was a team though. I'm not going so your parents I'm not capping Hey. No, they and was a team because my dad my dad don't miss work. Right. So who you think was there when my dad was at work? Right. My mama was there. I, I, hey, they was and a she team. gonna see this too. So I'm sorry, and, and this this might have went from nah, you know what I mean. But I have to say this: you talking about a mother when he was at work, and he and we had to call and ask, can we spend a night and check in? It was still 11, 12 of us that she was free feeding mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. When my parents wasn't taking me to football, basketball games, I would jump in the car with my auntie and she was taking me to these, and I was known, I'm sorry for beating on the table, but I was known in the Inland Empire for football. So you loved them. Especially high school. With every every fiber of my being, because guess why? She was at at my junior All-American games at 10, 11, 12, and when no one else showed up. Not even my co- my cousins had their own games, and she was there sometimes by herself, taking me, bro. That's who they built. That's why when people look at me like, dang, who is he? You think God put them in your path? Easy, ain't no question, ain't no question. Hey, she, 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 I don't say it much, but she's still my heart. She's still, and I don't reach out as much as I should, but she's, I, I never forget her even being there when I passed out on the field and, 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 and I passed out and I fainted because I was running so many touchdowns. My parents wasn't there. (laughs) She was there, bro. Like, you talking about an impact, and that's that. Why am I saying this? Is because parents, you got to understand how great you can be to kids just by being there for them and impacting them lot their lives with just being there and supporting them to the highest extent. But it got to be both. Yes. It can't be one sided. That's good. It can't be one sided. It can't be oh because we not together. Right. I'm keeping this kid. That's great. It can't be, oh, because we're not together, you got to pay me to see this kid. That's it can't, fire. It can't be that. How do you feel having parents like that? What you mean? They're examples. I know, but how do you, how, like, the thing is, though, your parents are not regular parents. Right. They're like superhero parents. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> hey, I'm not the only and, one that can vouch for this. I'm feel, not the only hey, one that can vouch for this. Let me explain this. something to you, okay? The way they raised us, I'm not jealous of the fact that they had a relationship with him. I'm thankful in for that. In no way, shape, or form. And I'm thankful for I'm not for that. jealous that they had a relationship with Ricky Anderson, right. with Ronnie hey, Sweet but they D. Me Robinson. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jealous of none of the relationships that they created with the kids that wasn't my blood because they became my blood. Yeah. I, this is my brother right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he little, but he my older brother. He called me for advice. I called him for advice. He called, me, he called me for, hey, man, what you think about this? And I call him for, hey man, you know I'm going through some stuff. Like, I don't, I don't feel a certain type of way. He, the, he probably the first person I call. Mm-hmm. He probably the first person I call. So how do, how do you think that works? Okay, so we, you guys, are, are you, you're the one that brought this up to me today. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, I don't even know where to get into all that, but I'm just saying, as a man, most men don't call nobody. When they go through things. And we talk about that, too. And, 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 I t- and we talked about and, that today. I have a rare... Okay, the only people I call 
when I go through things, it's you and Devin, and I talk to my pops. Really. You know what I mean? That's really it. So, I mean, when it comes down to talking to people, most people don't even do that. Like, like the real, the, the hardcore, the realest stuff, mm-hmm. you won't even call nobody. You're mm-hmm. going to just soak in that shit. And we by far from weenies or, or emotional. Yeah, no, just, we, ain't, we ain't like that at all. Right. We, ain't, we ain't like that at all right. when it comes down to it. But the thing is, though, I feel like men should have people to talk to. Because if they have nobody to talk to, mm-hmm. that's when weird shit goes on in your mind. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like that you need to have somebody to talk to. And, and it's crazy because I feel like almost like your your parents are like the look of all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, like they kind of like set the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like how, how are people even that... They're, they're like real superheroes if you really think about the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you when, when you're when you don't have when you have already your own kids you have to work you have to bust your ass and you gotta pay for other kids in that time okay but let me yeah. let me let me elaborate though my grandfather rest his soul giant giant smallest dude in the, that I know giant he set the foundation for my mom and my dad. For sure. My other grandparents on my dad's side. They was no slouch when it came down. Like, you keep asking, like, do you think God put you in the situation? Yes. I think God put him in a situation. I think God put me in a situation because my grandparents were firm believers. My grandma, the last grandparent I have, and she's still smiling. She's still walking around. She's still 93. doing what she do. Damn. And I'm like, man. You happy, and my granddad just passed away. I couldn't even control that one. I couldn't even control the emotion when it came down to him because that's how impactful he was to my dad, who was impactful to me, who was he was impactful to my mom, and they impacted. That's why you don't you don't get it. Like when I say the foundation, my foundation is solid. It's deep too. It's my long. foundation is solid. It go back. So I, don't, I don't know about Let's that. Let's continue that. And people have to understand that we are building something when we when we have a, a children, you know, and they are having children. We have a responsibility to for greatness, and that's what I don't. Un, that's what we don't understand, you know. Uh, Reverend, Reverend, I don't even understand what he's talking about because I don't, I don't. I never had that. Right. So when he says that, that's just like whoa. I, I would love to have that. Now I feel like I have and to you, build it. Yes. Yeah, you got to like, be that. Yeah. I got to start be that somewhere. Great, great granddad. Yeah, got to start somewhere. Dude. Yes. Because I didn't understand. And you're going to be him. Yeah, because my dad's dad bounced. Right. My mom's dad bounced. They don't have none of them. My grandma was the only one there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, like, I wish I could have a grandfather to be like, man, like, teach me something, grandfather. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. our great-grandfather. Because that's different. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have none of that shit, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so I feel like, like, like damn, dude, I, I, like, I woke up just right now from what you're talking about. And that's important because you you're know? starting this business for your kids. Yeah. Kids, 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 kids. So now, like he said, it starts at a foundation. So your voice is going to matter not just for your kids, but for your kids, kids, kids. Because granddad, who we call granddad, Rev, his voice mattered to us. And it matters to his kids and his offspring to, to where it hit us. 
because our parents learned from him, which I say our parents because these are my parents too, whether, you know what I mean? He knew that. Like he said, he didn't care. He knew that this was my mom and dad. They fed me regularly. You know what I mean? They take care of me regularly, not just half-assed it. You know what I mean? They were giants in my life. So your giant, who you going to be starting the business that you have, is going to impact your kids and all of their friends and all whoever touches their lives. You see what I'm saying? It's going to grow and grow and grow as long as you keep speaking and keep teaching. You see what I'm saying? It's important for you and who you are to build this foundation. Like he was saying, it starts at a foundation. Now you are the foundation. You didn't have that foundation. Now you are the foundation to what these kids need in this new era. That's crazy. You're fortunate Very. to have these people Very. in your life. Like, like, like That's crazy. It goes far back for you. It's, it goes so far back to where, like, you can see people walking down the street. I've, I've seen people post videos of my grandfather that I don't even know who they is. And they be like, oh, I'm with Bishop. Oh, I'm with Bishop. And send it to my relatives. And they, they post it like, yo. And I'm like, man, who the heck is that? Like, how they know him? Mm-hmm. Even my dad. My dad could come to the shop. And it's kids that, I you know, I play sports with and but I never, I didn't commingle with them like I did with him and, you know, all the other kids. But they know who my dad is. And so, they respect my dad because they're like, man, that's that, that's Coach Fun or that's that's Mr. Fun. Uh-uh. But they impacted lives. They impacted Every, lives. I'm that's telling like, you. I feel like there's a very important people in the world. Mm-hmm. Those are people that, that need to exist. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody can impact lives. I met a lot of people. I, right? I, I, I come from the streets. You're right. I'm That's sorry crazy to cut you to off. Me. That's crazy to me. I'm sorry to cut you off. I met a lot of people, and, you know, like, I left my home when I was 16 years old, and I tried to do it on my own, you know, so I had to stay house to house, people, place to place, just to try to survive. And, um, of course, my uncle and my auntie was there, and they were solid for me. You know, I don't want to put a lot of burden on them also because they still had... Imp- yeah, they have things going st- And then kids yeah, and understand. impact other kids also and not just me i don't want to be selfish but i had to stay with other families too but there was nothing like them bro like even seeing the way they operate their family and the way they treat their kids and the way they talk to their kids there was nothing like the funds i think it would be great to like have um a grandfather or a dad or somebody like impact somebody's life you're like like, hey, what, how, how's that even happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, how are they doing that? Because everybody looks at their dad or their mom in a sense like, not everybody, but a lot of people look at their parents like, oh, man, I look up to them, you know? Mm-hmm. When you see other people look up to your parents, that's a whole other fucking level. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like when you see people, like, look up to them and you don't even know, like you said, that's like, it has to be mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even understand that. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, my parents were struggling in a different way. But, like, your parents, they seem like, I mean, the generations go far. Very. So, so they, they, they kept impacting each other to become great. And to do great boom. things. To become. And, and the thing is, and I feel like we got to start somewhere. Yes. You know what I mean? I feel like now And that's what from, it takes. And that's yeah. what we understand now. Yes. That we have to be in a position to where our legacy, because they built a legacy of impact, being impactful in people's lives. So every adult 
Every man should want to build this legacy of being impactful in kids' lives, in, in their kids' lives, and people's lives, period. And saying, like, this is what the responsibility, this is what being great means, is being impactful in people's lives. I want to ask him that. I want to ask him. Because, like, okay, I want to go to leadership. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we, we're we going to go into that in a minute. But I want, I want to tell him, like, okay, so I feel like you know the ultimate leader of leaders. Now, now you, there's leaders, and there's I feel like there's the ultimate leaders. leaders of leaders. <laughs> well, that was fire. Say that one fire. Say that one fire. Did they hear that? You could be a leader, but you, he's, his dad, family's leaders of, of leaders. leaders. He built leaders. Not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. So, so when you when you when you when you look at your parents or you look at leadership, mm-hmm. I mean, and this is the best question to ask this dude right That's now. That's fire. <laughs> what do you believe a leader is? Mm-hmm. Mm. Presence. Presence. A leader has to have presence, whether I'm there or I'm not there. My presence needs to be there. And that's how I feel like my dad was. If we was at home and we was doing some stuff that we wasn't supposed to do, I'm going to call your day. Yeah, his presence was there now. Wow, I'm dead. Can I take it, it, it just a call? Hey. His, his presence was there now. And okay. That is and that's, so that's fire. And that's when everything stopped. Like, okay, we need to chill out. We need to go sit down. She about to call him. Okay, well, you know. And, how and many as, times? As we get older. Yes. His you presence is his, still there. We ain't got to worry about it no more because you ain't got to call my dad because his, his presence, presence is, is still there, there. And it's going to make me think before I do some wow. stupid stuff. Before I, like, I, like, you know, I mean, I'm we, blown. we all went through some things as young adults. And I'm not going to lie. It's the things that I've been through, my mom and dad always crossed my mind before I did it. Fire. Yeah. That's fire. How many times? Even if I made a mistake. Mom yes. and it was dad. Like, it was he like said man. Mom and dad. It was like yes. man. How how is this? How many how many people can say mom? No, and dad? mom and dad. How many times that I've came to you to where I was like, you know, I don't want them to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, hold on. Hey, is he there? Is he there? Nah, he ain't there. <laughs> because his presence. He on, bro, he on his way though. He on, he his, on his way, way though. though. Like you better. You better be. Tr- you better be. Oh, you better be right because yeah. he, I want to meet this man. Hey, I thought you right before, there. haven't you? Hey, no, you never met my dad. No, I don't met your pops. He yes, you said, when? When did I meet him? At the shop. He's, he's, the he's, first time I fixed your car. He was supposed to do it for you first, and that's how I got the compressor hey because, oh because bro. he was supposed to get the compressor how was do you his know you here like, are you a great leader <laughs> i need to meet him again hey, let's not, I, I, I didn't talk to him i didn't even know who he was hey, like, i didn't know what's going on let's not overlook what he just said because a great leader is even when you're not there his presence is still there so if you at a job and you're working I don't have to be there. I'm a yeah, great well, leader exactly. because hey, my presence is there. Did he give me that different color watermelon? Was it kind of like different color? It was yellow. Yellow watermelon. Yeah, yeah. That's your dad? Yeah, yeah. Shit. He gave me a oh, yellow yeah, watermelon. And I was like, why does it taste just like the regular watermelon? I was thinking. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Let, me stop the, let me stop the cap. Let me stop the press. I, I feel that with you with your dad also because certain things that I've noticed, and even when he's not, even when he's not here, 
you still care about what he's going to think or what yeah, he's yeah. going to say. And, and that's so a new his, thing for his me. Presence because because is because, still yeah, yeah, yeah. there. When he when he came when my dad uh, uh came to God, it was different. But I always had that that mindset with him. Like that's my dad, you know. Yeah. Yes. If he did wrong or not. Yes. But then I look at my son. And I know when I do wrong, I don't want him to think, that's my dad anyways, and I do wrong. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I don't want them to think of that, of me, because I know I'm doing wrong it's, stuff. It's mm-hmm. funny. But, but you know what I mean? I hate that. I feel, I, feel, I, feel, um, I feel like regret and like shame. I don't want my kid to be like, oh, that's my dad. I love him to death. No matter what he does, it's great. Yeah. Right. And I know I'm doing wrong. Right. See, my dad's doing right now, though. And, and it's different to know that he's doing what he's doing now. I mean, I would have been great as a kid yeah. to see that, you know. But mm. the thing is, oh, I need it now because it's shit that I'm going through <laughs> as an adult. It's better now than <laughs> I know. I'm like, shit, I'll take that all day. Because, <laughs> I mean, dude, you've seen what I had at my business. Yes. He's doing that by himself. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he's killing it for me right, right. now. and. I, I, I couldn't even, I could I, I don't even understand. Right. I couldn't even tell him what he's done for me in right. my business. Right. You know, what he's done is, 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 is above and beyond. Right. It, it's, just, it's just different, though, because when you're a kid, mm-hmm. you feel more alone. Yeah. You feel more, um, you ha- you, there's more things that go on in your mind that you're not um, special or you're not the one or you're, there's something wrong with you because you have all these weird thoughts in your head. Mm-hmm. So when I look at my kid, I don't think none of that. I look at them and I'm like, dude, you're the best. I love you. I talk to him. I, I'm like, come, come. I hug them, kiss them. No matter what, dude, I want them to know I love them, which I do. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with my kids, my babies. You know what I mean? But your babies can't be your God, man. Yeah, I know. Damn. I know. That's, that's fire. That, that's like you putting them before who created you. That's fire. How did you even know that I was even thinking that way? That's kind of weird that you said that. Because <laughs> you said it. Because I was even thinking that the other day. I'm like, okay, so when, when they grow up, where am I going to be at? Because the thing is, though, it's not going to last. They're going to grow up, and, they're gonna, and, and then where am I going to be? Exactly. Because a man's mindset's like, you got to put your mind in something in order to not like like go off the handle. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I, and I and 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 the thing is that you even caught that it's kind of trippy to me, dude. You right. know what I mean? I'm like, right. <laughs> hey, I'm glad. I'm. I'm. Uh, and and people, the viewers that are watching, um, this is um, a business build, meaning this is how this is a man podcast. Man, yes. Period. Like man, yes. man podcast. Yes. Like to we, be a man. We really wanted to get into his business and what he does, but this is man, man podcast you know what i mean it's how we how he was built and how men should be built when it comes to support system when it comes to uh fathers looking out and mothers being mothers and 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 making sure they taking care of their cubs nurturing nurturing and to build who we are as business men but he's right. So, what do you think about that? I want to know your thoughts then. As far as what? What you just said to me. Um, You're right. Why'd you even catch that? Because when it come down to my children, like people be like, "Oh man, you hard on them. You hard." God chastises us too. And if they look at you, the person who's taking care of them from a young age, and you don't chastise them, who you think they turn into? The world. Mm. They turn into the world. So you're right. I got a two-year-old right now. 
everybody think, oh, man, you hard on him. No, I'm not. But he loved me more than he loved all y'all. Stop. <laughs> I swear. I know I swear. that. I know he, that. He, he, he respect me more than he respect all y'all. Right. Because he know, oh, my dad, don't, he don't play that mess. Mm. You know, I don't got to even say, hey. And he look at me like, oh. All right, but I then he wants stop. to hug on you the most. Oh, daddy, I love you. Yeah, my, my my kids are the same. He'll lay up under me. We could be at home and the and you know he stayed with my uh my my she's not my oldest daughter but she's my, my my middle daughter. He stayed with her pretty much all summer, and when she went back to school and he started coming back to the shop with me, he like oh, I'm leaving with my dad. Leave me alone. Don't bother me. And she's like, you we spent all summer together. We, we, you know, she's trying to build that bond with him, but it's not ever going to be stronger than the bond that me and him have. And so that's why, like, um, I had a, a partner who hit me up, like, he's like, hey, man, you know, you feeling a certain type of way? Why you say that? Because you was listening to gospel music in your truck. I said, maybe I am. Maybe my son don't need to be listening to all the crap that, you know, I started listening to when I was young, at a young age. Maybe he need to diversify and understand, like, there's good in this world. It don't gotta be just negative. It don't gotta be, you know, all the, the the crap that everybody's putting in your in your head, because that's when you create mental issues. Yeah. Maybe and and he, look how maybe mental issues are so bad right now. We bad. should call him killer. We didn't know how he was gonna turn out. Yeah, no. we thought he was gonna end up killing somebody by the time he was. You? Yes, yeah. because the stuff that, like, literally, like, going back to where in the beginning to where, and we got about five minutes left, and and and, and this went by so fast. But in the beginning, we were talking about how, you know, we were built, and how my uncle Wayne kind of made this almost gangster mentality in our lives to make us tough, to make us, to build us as men and young men. Drunken Winnie's would be on the platform with all of us. Yes. You don't know the men one? Remember the men one we're yes. talking about? Uh -huh. The men platform? He yes. needs to come on and his dad needs to come on. Yes. Dig 100%. Definitely 100%. Come on. So we thought, out of all the people, like, he ain't going to make it. <laughs> we like, I mean, we at school, like, he didn't take no shit from nobody. Excuse my language. Like, he tried to hey, fight somebody. Had a broken leg. He had a broken leg, bro, like, with a cast on his, on his leg. He's still out there like neat little scratching. Was cracking. And we me and my cousin, we his older brother, we like, bro, what is wrong with you, my nigga? If somebody kicked that cast, you going down. <laughs> but well he still so kick like, my cast. Yeah. Kick it. And he he limping on he's, he's one. Like, hey, he's like, hey, my dad takes care of twelve of you. You better be right behind me. Right. And, and we thought like we thought like there's no future for him. Like something's gonna happen to him. Like he's gonna really kill somebody by the time he's like a grown adult. Like he's just he's like the music that he listened to. And and the, what what we thought he was white boy that no he wasn't, <laughs> it, wasn't. And nah, it, nah. it was it was too much for us like it was, just listening to DMX. Like, we thought we hey yeah we thought I'm like hey I'm I, I'm I'm hardcore tough I'm like bro I'm gangster I'm tough I'm really I don't take shit for nobody and this is real shit like growing up like I'm very aggressive growing up like I my I kept I had a chip on my shoulder I was short I had a, a complex so I'm like anybody can get it show me I'm gonna show you these hands but at the end of the day I'm looking at him like. He would kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to hurt somebody growing up. He ain't going to be that fun. <laughs> right. He ain't going to be that fun. But then, and, but then again, like, as I began to watch him and, and him learn his skill and learn craft and learn business and learn everything, it started, I'm starting to, I'm like, dang, 
he he's really gonna be the one of the ones that you know what I mean supersede expectation from just nine to five growing up. You know what I mean? And I was like, wow. You know what I mean? Because even watching him as and through college, you know what I mean, and learning learning his craft, learning his skill, and paying attention to what's going on in the real world, I seen that change. I seen something different. Like, okay, you know what I mean? I mean, he the first person that ever put twenty bands into my life. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't never had nobody say, you know what? There's a twenty band opportunity in business. Here you go. You want to learn how you can do it. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, this is for real. You know what I mean? He's become a man. He's become a business owner. He's become an entrepreneur. He's and, and this he said, this is for your business. Take this 20 bands and put it into your business. Hey, this is more therapy than anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what the hell is going on over here? <laughs> like, I don't think we've ever talked like this ever. ever you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, and, and we didn't even get on. down to, like, nothing. the grip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, we got we to have a platform of all men like you talked about. And, you got to come back and you need to bring your pops on. I feel like I need to bring my pops on, too. Definitely, 100%. We need, we need, we're going to be doing that that platform of, with men. And, we need to and come that's going to set, that's gonna set For the real. bar because... Because a lot, uh, this don't happen. We need to tell them. But so so we want to have a, a, a all men platform uh-huh. of not just relationship, just be being a man, growing, growing. Like, like talk about it. Both actually, both of you guys talk about because you, you talked about it with you more than yeah. anything. And you yeah, on the you on Go. point already. Go. You know what I mean? Like, like like Jacob is saying, like men, we are so closed in. We don't have no one to emotionally talk about. We close in our emotions. We don't talk about emotions. We think that's just, just feminine, feminine stuff, and it's just women who talks about emotions. But as humans, we have emotions also. So at the at the end of the day, um, I feel like men. The reason why we hide or we, you know, like I told Jacob earlier today, statistics say that men kill themselves more in suicide, suicidal in relationships. And kill their uh, significant others, or suicide, or or uh, hurt their others physically, is because we have no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so closed in. You know, we don't share. We don't have people. When we go to our homie or we go to our loved ones and we talk about our emotions, now we're not a wolf, or now we feel like we're not a wolf. We're not a lion. You know what I mean? Because we're hiding these things in. But like I told Jacob earlier, if I shed a tear, you better watch out. You know what I mean? Somebody's dying. Somebody's <laughs> dying. You know what I mean? It's okay to cry. Right, because when we shed a tear when we were about to fight somebody. Yes. They think it's, it's yeah. weakness. Like, they bro, think it's yeah. weakness. We know it's weakness. Trust me. Fucked up. <laughs> Something is about to happen <laughs> if I shed a tear. You better hope somebody intervenes. Yes. You better hope somebody intervenes. If I shed a tear, something is about to happen. That's a lot of passion. You know what I mean? That's, that's a, a lot, lot of passion. passion that's about to come out. So us men need to start a panel. I like that. A lot. Yes. Be able to. You need to be, be part of that panel because he had that conversation with you, and I feel like that needs to go down. Especially, I've talked to him today, mm-hmm. and having the parents he had—that's that's that's mind blowing. Yes, I don't know anybody, not one person, mm-hmm. with both parents that were giants. the way he had it. No, that were maybe one. Yes, but not two. Not two. I've never met two. No, never. They were both giants, and 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 we could teach. That's crazy. We could teach and show people. You gotta bring them both in. Yes. To be honest, we should bring them both in. 
Yes, she, my my aunt she hold it down. She's all she ain't coming in. <laughs> they not gonna come. No, <laughs> because I mean, and, and it's and it's not it's not a knock on you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I know how it is. It's humility. They're very humble people. They they like they're uh, very humble people, and they let us just talk about. Well, you guys what talk happened. for them. Then. They, they talk. They for say them. They, they always taught us that. Yes. Let your game do the talking. Yes. Yeah, yeah you could talk mess if you want to, but what about when you get busted up? Right. Yeah. Let your game do the talking. I and love them with always everything of your fire in my being. And and, and, and let's, let's get back to this men panel. It's important because, like you were saying, a lot of times men don't have anyone to go and talk to and share with because you're a punk. You're a sissy. Um uh, tough well, we know, we know, we ain't punks. No, 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 at <laughs> no, all. No, that's what I'm saying. So they, they can tell us me that. If you want to, have you ever seen me being emotional? You better, you better thank, you thank God that that is that is a good thing. Right, shoddy. <laughs> that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Because you don't want me at my hardcoreness all the time. You want me to bring it down and show emotion. And women also want men to be sensitive and show their emotions, emotional side. It does not mean that you're a sissy. It does not mean you're a punk. It does not mean you're not a lion. It does not mean you're not a wolf. You know what I mean? That's not, that, that, that does not mean that you're not tough. Yeah. You know, it shows that, it shows the respect level that you have for others. Not we're, just, we're more dangerous when we're emotional, though. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we are more dangerous. That's why I see school shootings and all that shit. Right. They're so emotional. They're dangerous. Because they don't have anybody to let it and out. They, and they need, they need that. Yes. They need that. We need to let it out. We need yeah. to go somebody, go to people that we can trust and talk about some of the things that we balled up and held in inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're going to explode if we don't. Mm -hmm. That's why I go to him and I tell him I'm transparent with him. You know what I mean? I tell him stuff that I don't tell nobody. You know what I mean? And he give me advice to help me grow. Not to help me, oh, be I soft. No, he ain't about to sugarcoat it. it to you. No, but it's going to help me grow and help build this man that's inside of me. I didn't even know this was this was the thing, dude, with you and him. Right. And his parents. I had no, I had no clue. Right. I remember talking about your Uncle Wayne and all that shit, but like, right. damn. Right. This shit is, is, is insane to me because I don't know anybody with... Both parents that are beasts. That are beasts. I don't know anybody with both parents. Right. But that were beasts at the same time. They're doing this to kids, mm -hmm. showing them how to grow and be men, women, whatever it is, dude. She, That's just crazy to Auntie me, Auntie Mer showed me what a woman is supposed to do supposed in the home. To. Yes. He said supposed, supposed to. He they, said supposed to do it. And I know we got to cut it because we're going to ask you one more question before we cut it. But let me say this. You know, I learned now that I, now that I've I've learned as growing up and how, you know, women think women think like, oh, I'm the ultimate woman and this, you know, I'm doing my job, you know, da 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 da. And at the end of the day, you know what I mean. If you can't back that shit up from what I've seen, you not her. I'm sorry, you're not her. And I'm not saying her as in the woman that I have on my side. You know what I mean? I'm saying her to the woman that's been the greatest example of being her. Of being a mother. You see what I'm saying? Of, of being, being a wife. Of being a wife. I watched that. <laughs> as being a support system. I watched that with my own eyes. That's a downfall for me. That's a downfall for me. Because my wife right now, she great. 
but it's like you have shoes to fill. No shit. <laughs> and I feel you the same way because I've mom seen like no, that. I've seen after, after having a mom after <laughs> me, I can say that too. That was my mom too. After seeing a mom like that, and I'm not saying that to d- downplay my mom because my mom played a great she role want to feel those in my shoes. life. Yeah. In she my life, want that. But I yeah, also does, seen she, a great experience as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I'm not downplaying I'm a, my mom. But I, I did see a, a great example also from his mom, too. You know what I mean? Let me do that question. Our mom, go ahead. Let's end it with that. I know that you, you wanted to uh, do that. That's my best question of Sam, all time. Fun. So, you. Mm-hmm. Sam Fun, without money, your business, cars, clothes, all that. Wipe it all away. Who are you? Sam Fun. Who is Sam Fun. I'm God's child still. Regardless. It don't matter if I didn't have the money. It didn't matter if I had the shop. It didn't matter if I had the parents that I had growing up. Like, I am wholeheartedly believe that God would still take care of me in some way, shape, or form. Fire. I'm God's yeah, child. Yeah, you can't be better than that. No, there's nothing <laughs> greater than that. I'm God's child. I wish we could do a segment on that. Yeah, Sam, Sam's coming a, back a million times. <laughs> I wish we could do a segment of that. Did you hear what he just said, y'all? He said, above everything, above what my mom and dad did, above what anybody did in my life, but uh, above what I did, I'm God's child, and that's what matters the most. You know, he created me. He was a part of the plan. I'm God's child, and what he says means the most about who I am. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. I like that a lot. No this matter is, what dude, it said. This, this was a crazy-ass podcast, yes. to be honest. I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm, know it was going to go yeah, this way. I know. We didn't, get more, we didn't get into a lot of your business. You know what hey, I mean? A business His family can come in a lot of times anyway. Yes, so. but bro, <laughs> some things that were said, it was just it was, it's, it's awesome. You know, and that last part, it, it, it resonates so much with me. You know what I mean? I'm God's child no matter how I was raised, no matter what I was taught, mm-hmm. no matter what anybody thinks about me, you know what I mean? No matter what views you have about me, no matter what you think about me, I'm still God's. House of a Baz. House of a Baz. I'm Ronnie Adams. I'm Jacob Casas. Shed the Sheep. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for we coming out. We appreciate this. And we're out. We're out. Peace. Dude.